Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everybody to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, joined by Craig and Jeff once again. And today we have just some random fantasy football questions for next year. We have about, what, four or five questions we're going to throw out there and see what our answers are. We actually don't even know what each other is going to answer for these, so hopefully there's no overlap. If there is, one of us might have to scramble and think of a better answer, but no, I don't think, I think there'll be some, you know, different answers on all of these, but just kind of, you know, throwing some random stuff out there, seeing what we think, even though what, eh, we're about five, just over five months now till beginning of the season. It's kind of nice to say only five months now. That's actually coming up a little quicker than you think. Yeah, and with the draft and... The draft is what? It's coming, like, less than a month away now at this yeah, point? Yeah, it's, it's kind of getting up to crunch time. People are starting to make their last moves, so it's it's finally getting interesting. It's a little more to talk about, which is nice. But... Yeah, because we're in this little lull right now, almost in a way. It's like we had the big free agent frenzy a couple weeks ago. Draft's still a month away. We're just kind of now waiting, almost, in a way, yeah. to see... We're in for the last couple of major names to find a home, and... Yep. see what happens with that, and then you can really start seeing who's got to draft what. You know, actually, before we even get into that question, just a thought is we went through that entire last episode. We talked about all kinds of the people still out there. It's kind of sad that Jamal Charles' name didn't even get really brought up at all. Oh, it didn't. I didn't. Right? Like, I just, I just thought about that, and like, man, we went through, we talked about Chase, I mean, Johnny Manziel, we talked about, like, all these guys these yeah, random guys. Yeah, the, the normal ones that you think like he would, his name should be, you know, within AP and Romo, um, those types of guys. You think his name should be that big, but I think it also shows, you know, you just don't expect his need to be the same. Yep, and that's kind of what it seems like going on right now. If even he gets a job, it's going to be probably some minor role somewhere. Yeah, but you never know. He could come up in our, our questions. He's uh could it could be, be a big a big comeback player. He could possible. He could be one of those great steals. So, all right, let's just get into some of these questions here. We talked about the draft coming up, so we might as well start off with some draft questions. So we're gonna go back and forth here, and these are what the college players you are most interested in. Mainly, it could be fantasy potential. It just could be random. You don't know. Yeah. It's whatever we want to decide for this. So, Jeff. You want to start it out at quarterback? Who is your well who's down. the player you're most interested in at quarterback? Most interested in and uh I think it's because he's going to go I think he's going to get drafted. I think Mitchell Trubisky is going to be drafted first. Yep. But the one I'm really interested in is actually Deshaun Watson. Yep. And I like him because I think he has a he has a few more tools. I think he's a little more tested. Um obviously he played great in college and I think he's going to go to a better team and hopefully a team that doesn't have to use him right away. Yeah. But um I I think even if he had to play now I think he would do the best out of the, you know, the top 3 that everyone talks about. And I think for a future um I think he's going to be set up better. So he he's the one that interests me the most even though I'm not high on quarterbacks. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was say with Watson, I he seemed like he was the biggest winner in college. For some reason Kaiser and Trubisky are ahead of him in a lot of these rankings, but Trubisky, maybe. Trubisky is a different kind of quarterback, but Kaiser, what did Kaiser do? Yeah, over Watson. Know. Like, why would Kaiser be over Watson? 
You like his skill set, maybe a little more athletic, running wise. He did a lot, but yeah, they they had a a point where he really the, that whole team kind of went through a tough time. So I don't know. It's, it's very difficult to pick out quarterbacks. But anyway, who who which out of uh, no, but okay, mine is going to be Trubisky. Okay. I didn't really see much of Trubisky. I mean, we watch I've watched we watch all kinds of NFL, but college pretty much watch. I watch Michigan games and a little bit of Big Ten games. I don't see much of, you know, North Carolina playing. I don't see I don't see many of their games, so yeah. I did not really see Trubisky play. Watching him though to watch some of these highlights and stuff, first thinking about it, I thought he's just some regular pocket passer, some drop back passer. But the guy actually could move a little bit. So that really does interest me. A bit worry that he's only played one year in college as a starter. So that could be, you know, his downfall. But that's part of part of the reason people just don't know about him or don't he could be a lot better than we think. I'm just interested to see what he does if he gets in the right situation. Or, I mean, he could very well end up being, like, a guy who does nothing after getting drafted up there. Even, like, Blake Bortles, drafted number third overall. Like It's kind of crazy still to think Bortles was the third pick in the draft. And he didn't do anything. So he could be one of those kind of guys. But I just, the mobility was a lot better than I thought. So that really does interest me. And, but it. I want to see what team he goes to. Yeah, right. This is the interesting part. What team will he go to? Will he start right away? I don't feel like Trubisky should start right away. I think he's a guy who needs some seasoning. He needs to sit back a little bit. So I hope he gets into that kind of situation. But I feel like he could be a guy who, you know, really is a great player in a couple of years if he gets that kind of chance and right. just gets thrown into it. If he gets the Aaron Rodgers treatment. Yep. Yep. That's kind of what I'm looking at. All right. All right, so I'll flip it for uh, yep. you get to go first on this one, and we'll do the same thing. Who are you most excited about, but now in the running back category? Honestly, it's Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara? He's, I, Tell me more. I don't think he's necessarily, obviously, better than Fournette, better than Cook, better than McCaffrey. But I didn't honestly know about him very much either until we brought him up, you know, a couple months ago in one of our podcasts. I looked. I did some research on it, looking him up, and just the more and more I've looked into Kamara, more I've seen about him, more I've seen highlights of him. I'm really interested in this guy. His numbers, like he, the reason he isn't known very much, he didn't even rush for over 700 yards in a college season, but his yards per carry were 6.5 and 5.8, with 16 total touchdowns in two years when he basically did not. I mean, six. He had 23 total touchdowns in two seasons, count receiving touchdowns, and that's with barely, you know, getting maybe half of a workload. And that's a ridiculous amount of touchdowns. Yards per carry over six. He catches the ball. I mean, this guy, I think, is something. I just don't think he was getting a full workload. I mean, and what he and it's not like he got these yards per carry and these touchdowns off of nothing. That's a, still a decent amount of carries. That's a decent amount of work to be that good. So, I just really, really like Kamara. I think he's an interesting prospect, and he's somebody I'm going to be looking to hopefully draft in my Dynasty League, which, oh, shoot, I shouldn't have said that, Jeff. <laughs> but second round, that's kind of what I'm looking Maybe late first, like in a, in a Dynasty. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested in him. He is an interesting one because you're right. He is going to fly under the radar because yep. the first three, obviously the top two, I feel like are going to get the most hype without yep. a doubt. Um, but, yeah, he's an interesting one because he's so kind of unknown. And yep. I don't know how he has such a high, you know, yard per carry because he looked very good in combine workouts I saw, but he didn't have a blazing fast, 
40 or anything like that. So it, his on-field speed just must be, you know, what sets him apart or maybe his vision. I, I, I haven't figured it out yet. Also, I can't figure out why he didn't get a larger load at Tennessee. That's the other thing. I don't Since get that. Since we don't know much about him like that, maybe, is he a guy who just can't? get a full workload is he one of those guys that breaks down the more carries he gets and Tennessee knew that and just kind of kept him to a you know a set limit or is this a guy who just shoot doesn't have that much work now under his belt in college so he doesn't have all that wear and tear too yeah you might get lucky on that (laughs) one I like and I think when we first talked about him you didn't hear about him and now after the combine he had a great combine he's kind of going up these draft boards yeah, and I think he's going to be in, in the in the actual draft I think he's going to be a second round pick now I don't doubt it he's he's ranked um, in the top 30 and most boards so he could go first it, round but he wasn't there before this is kind no of a, no he's, he's shooting up the up no. the ranks but as how many teams need a running yep. back and are you yep. gonna yeah so I think you're right I think he's going to be a high second rounder now yep. Who's your running back, Jeff? Um, you know, I have keep hyping the guy up, but I, I still like Christian McCaffrey. Yep. Um, mostly because I think he's going to be in a, a better situation than the other two. Fournette and Cook are awesome. I think they're great talents, too. Um, but really, the way the league is going, you, running backs really need to catch the ball. And if you can, you can be a three-down back instead of two. And he just looked phenomenal catching the ball. Like He looked like he could have been a wide receiver. Um you know, he's a very, very patient runner. You've probably heard that all over the place. But you watch his games, and he waits for the hold to develop. And he's he's a little bit quicker than people think, especially side to side. He makes moves. So I, I really like Christian McCaffrey, and I really, really hope he, he, like I said before, but if he landed on Green Bay, yep. I would just be, you know, in love with this guy. I'd be all in. So I agree. That'd be a perfect landing spot for be, him. Yeah, it'd be awesome. All right. So, wide receiver time. So, Jeff, you want to start with wide receiver this one? Who's the guy? Who's your guy? Who's the... Yeah, and I, There's actually some options. There so. are options here, but I hate being the bandwagon guy, and I, this is the one that is getting the best grade so far, but um, Corey Davis from Western yeah. Michigan, I really do like what this guy has done. I, I was able to watch a couple games with him, and... The thing I love about him, even though I worry that maybe he hasn't been put up with uh, the same type of athletes that, you know, someone, you know, like the guy from Clemson or, you know, John yeah. Ross or something, but he can do it all. I mean, he's intermediate, deep passes. He gets a ton of volume. He hasn't broken down. He has height, and he's still pretty fast. So I just feel like he's a great fit no matter where he goes. Um, so he's the one I like the most, and especially he's he's put in enough work where he's – He's very, very consistent, so I think he could be very, very good. And um, and we've seen, even though it's Western Michigan, we've seen other uh, wide receivers of um, very, very high quality come out and do well in the yeah. NFL. So I feel like it's not me like coming out of nowhere saying that he, he could be good even though he went to a smaller school. So Corey Davis, for me, is the guy I'm most excited about, no matter where he goes. Yeah, I can. I think he's going to be good. And it's... I thought maybe a guy from that small of a school wouldn't even be known very well, but he is a lot more known than you would think. He's getting way more hype than I thought he was going to receive. Yep, that's for sure. So I think he's definitely going to be a good pick. But I am going to take an easy route here and go with John Ross. With that just that just ridiculous speed he has. And he was already – it wasn't like he was just a great prospect because of just the speed alone. 
that just is, I mean, even more. Like, we knew he was fast, but, like, that is ridiculous. Yeah, that's like video game fast. It really is. I just think some team, the way teams, they know how to get these kind of guys the ball even more and in better situations when they have that kind of speed. I think wh- wherever he goes, they're going to use him. Well, I hope he goes in a situation where he has another number one receiver outside of him. We'll see. I don't. There's so many options right now. We have no idea. He could be the first receiver. He could be the third receiver taken on the board. It's hard to say between you know him, Davis, and um, Mike Williams right now. But I really, really like John Ross quite a bit. So he is going to be my guy. So tight end, huh? Tight end. Tight end. I'll let you go first. I could go off the top of the board and pick one of those guys. But, you know, I'm going to drop down. And I'm going to get to a guy who's going to go later in the draft and probably isn't even ranked very high right now. It's going to be Jake Butt. From Michigan. <laughs> Going with a Michigan guy. I, I'll give him this. He, he was very, very good in college. Yep. The, the ACL injury he had in the bowl game really is going to hurt his stock. But he's going to be a later-round draft pick. He's probably not going to do much next year. But tight ends really usually don't do much their, you know, they their, really don't. their rookie seasons. I think he could be a good player in a couple of years. I mean, it's probably my Michigan fan and me, you know, saying this. But I like Jake Butt. He's my guy at tight end. So he's, he's that's who I'm going with. All right. And uh, obviously the easy pick would be O.J. Howard. He's yep. a beast from Alabama. But to be completely honest, I'm actually, especially for fantasy value, I'm more interested in the guy on Miami, David Njoku. Njoku. And this guy, I, I think he's just a better a better wide receiver. He's better at catching the ball than yep. Howard is. And I you watch tape on him, and Njoku is just killing people. He's, yep. he's so... He's, he's like a giant wide receiver out yeah. there. And I think especially the way NFL teams use guys now, yep. they almost have one for blocking and one for uh, for catching. And if he gets in the right, and it's always the right you know opportunity, but, um, I mean, you see these guys that are just really great athletes that can go up and get the ball and, and really run after the catch. And, you know, you're talking about Graham and Gronk and, um, you know, even even – Kelsey and Reed, like mm-hmm. all these guys are just really athletic guys that, um, I mean, Gronk is actually a pretty good blocker, but, you know, that aren't necessarily out there for blocking. They're out there just to produce offensively, yep. and I think that's what this guy is. So I, I, I like him a lot. I think he could be fantasy relevant. Um, maybe not the first year, but I would I would definitely keep your eye on him the second yeah. year, depending on where yeah, he goes. Titans usually don't do much the rookie year. but Yeah, they usually struggle pretty good, but it, with him he, he might couldn't. do okay because they might know going in, hey, you don't. We're not going to teach you anything to do with blocking. Yep. Like <laughs> you're just out there to catch the ball. All right, I think that's it for the college, the draft. Yeah, the quick, 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 quick. So let's go to comeback player of the year. What is your pick, Jeff, this season for comeback player of the year? There's a few options. There are a few, and I, I would like to surprise everyone, but I, I have to go with the one that I think should be on everyone's top of everyone's mind. Yep. But it's got to be Romo. He yep. goes down. His team has an amazing run. He pretty much gets. You know, he not pretty much. He did get replaced yep. by the guy that came up behind yep. him, like so many quarterbacks before him. And now I think he's going to get the opportunity to play for the Texans on a great team. And I think he is just going to tear it up. I think he's going to be hands down my number one pick for comeback player. I definitely can see that. If he goes with the Texans, that offense, which the way that offense could be, I think he's a good pick. I'm going to go a little bit. Probably not a conventional pick here. Oh, okay. This is, I, I don't think many people are probably thinking about this one. It's going to be Eddie Lacy. 
He's my comeback player of the year. I was not thinking of him. No, you're right. He only played a few games. Yeah, he had a pretty good yards for carry in those few games. Seattle, they've had a. It feels like they've had a weak offensive line this past year or so. But they've all when they've been good, it's been a like Marshawn Lynch pounding the ball. Eddie Lacy can be that guy, and I think that's why Pete Carroll and them wanted to get Eddie Lacy. I don't think Thomas Rawls is what they wanted, and I think that's I think they want Marshawn Lynch type, and I think Eddie Lacy could be that. And if you kind of look at it, Marshawn Lynch went to Seattle. He had already played in the league a few years. He was kind of a slight disappointment in Buffalo. He wasn't very. He wasn't great. And he went to Seattle and was just all of a sudden amazing. Maybe that's Eddie Lacy. So I that's my pick, is Eddie Lacy. It's kind of I think there's something there. I think they want to use him like they used Lynch, and I think we might see that. I think he's gonna be ahead of Rawls. I thought about this more and more, and I think he's definitely gonna get more carries than Rawls. I don't why else did they bring him in there? Yeah, I like the pick. It's it's definitely not what I was thinking. No. So that's kinda of, Yeah, it's an interesting one. All right. MVP. Let's just actually. I'm going to save that one. Let's go that one last. All right. Before that, player you're most worried about. Actually, I went first, so I'll let you start okay. this one off. My player I'm most worried about, and this probably could be because I own him, so it's kind of easy to worry about a guy, and that's Jay Ajayi. Okay. And yeah. I worry about this because, yeah, he had these. Hard. <laughs> how much can you really worry about a guy that had three 200 yard rushing games? That's pretty ridiculous. But there's the those games in between where he was just okay kind of mediocre he hasn't done it for we've seen other guys do this where especially at running back they have this huge maybe rookie year they have this huge part of a season and they come back and they're they never really do it again and so i mean look at even a couple years, alfred morris was great for a couple years and he's just gone there's so many times like you see running backs that are great and then they just kind of drop off so especially at the running back spot it's hard for me to get to be just sold on a guy until he's done it for a few seasons. And there's something, I don't know what it is about a Jai. I just worry about that it's not for real. And it's hard to say that about a guy who ran for 200 yards that many times, but it's a Jai. I'm worried about him. And that's just, eh. there's something about it. I just want to see what he does. Yeah, I can see that. It's, yep. it's kind of the unknown. Yep. Um, with me, I'm going to go the opposite way, where I've seen a ton of this guy, but. The all the markers are there for a, a fall off. He has a guy behind him looming. I and I the coach just threw his his support behind me, so he's still going to be the bell cow there. But I'm still most worried about Demarco Murray. Yeah, and yeah. it's the reason I'm. And he's going to go for a, a ton of cash, or he's going to go insanely high in your snake draft, um, which adds to my my worry. Um, I mean, he's getting up there. Was he 32? Is he already thirty two? Am he's, I wrong? Well, he's, he's he's about he's about thirty. Okay, thirty. I believe just about maybe not quite. So yeah, so he's kind of getting to the age where that's, you worry about it anyway. Still, that's he's had a ton of carries. I the mean, amount of carries been, he had in the Dallas season, yeah, like that big season for Dallas. That's you know that puts that's a couple yeah. years worth. That's a couple years worth of carries and, and right there. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I think it it lends itself to the fact that he did so well last year. Yep. That his prices are going to skyrocket again, and I think you'd be taking a huge risk to put that kind of investment in a guy, even though his numbers speak for themselves. He's a clear-cut number one wide running back. Yep. But he's the one I worry about the most. I can definitely see that. I I, I worry about him not being the main guy that they say he is. But eh. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I wonder that too. Like I, You say he's going to be that guy, but 
Well, and that's why, like, both Murray and Ajayi, I worry about them because there's, like, you have to draft them first round. If you're in a snake draft, they're first oh, round yeah. talent, and that's, I don't feel comfortable with that. Not even slightly feel comfortable with that, but. All right, now for the big one. Who is your MVP? Could be fantasy MVP, maybe real, you know, NFL MVP. But who is your MVP? All right, who's your fantasy MVP? I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do two. I'm gonna yep. do one because I just have to, and then I'm gonna do my dark horse. Yep. But number one, he was last year. I think he's gonna do it again. David Johnson. He was just yep. too freaking good not to put him there. Um, and especially now hearing that it doesn't sound like his carries will go down. His touches. Um, I, I just don't see anyone else. Um, so his is David Johnson. But if I had to do a dark horse, my MVP dark horse is Melvin Gordon. Good. It, I love the guy. Gordon, very interesting for this year. Yeah, I love the guy. He was ranked number eight in, in running backs. Very, very respectable. He also missed pretty much the last four games. Yep. And, um, you know, within that, he's also kind of getting used to being the number one guy, catching balls, doing all that. So I think he can improve on yeah. what he did last year. And he was a beast. And you missed out on four games, which would really put him right up there with those main guys. I could see if there's somebody that can break into that top three. I feel like Gordon, you know, could be that guy who can break into that top three. Yeah. So, so he's my dark horse. So I, I like him a lot, but I have a hard time going against David Johnson. Yeah, I, I mean, especially if he gets those thirty touches a game. Yeah, exactly. if he really gets those thirty touches a game, oh, he's gonna dominate. Game gonna, over. He, like, he only has to play ten games. You're gonna, you're gonna <laughs> win your league if you have David Johnson yeah. on your team, basically. But my MVP is going to be Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell, all right. I like Bell for this year. I think we're going to get a season of Le'Veon Bell not suspended or hurt. That's the main thing. If he can play without, if he doesn't get suspended and doesn't get hurt at all, I think he's going to have that MVP season. He had a really great season last year. He just missed those first, like, what, three games? Yeah. But I think it's going to be Bell. I think he has, he has a couple more just really, really good seasons in him. And... I can see him just dominating again, but yeah, I, I and him, David Johnson, you really can't go wrong. No. Zeke, they're all going to be great. Oh, yeah. And you could pick any of those guys. And the other one that I was halfway expecting is Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I think and he could easily be an MVP. He could be, but I still, I guess, the quarterback position in fantasy, I just kind of don't really worry but about it too much. The crazy thing about Le'Veon Bell is he was ranked the fifth overall running back, right? And yep. so. He's right up there with, you know, uh, McCoy and DeMarco Murray. And then Easy is uh, quite a bit ahead of him. And then David Johnson blew everyone away. Yep. But Le'Veon Bill also did not play four games. <laughs> That's crazy. So three by suspension, and then he didn't play the last game. So and that, he's, yeah, it's just. And so, I mean, you, easily he could have done just as good as David Johnson. So yep. I, I really like that that pick. I don't, you're not going to go wrong with any of those guys. No, no. And I really don't see somebody jumping into this top three yet. Gordon, I think, has a chance to get up there, but I think the top three is the top three. Johnson, Elliott, and Bell. I think those are the ones. Oh, yeah, without McCoy's, a doubt. McCoy's could be good, but he's getting up there. Murray's getting up there. They're just going to kind of drop yeah, off. He'd probably be another one that would be on my short list of who I'm worried yeah. about the most. All right, Jeff, I think that's a quick episode for this week. Yeah, quick, man. Just uh, quick hitting uh, information right there. Yeah.